for joining us for this week's chapter of Not in the Textbooks podcast, where we sit and chat about the nitty-gritty never discussed in any of your textbooks. I'm Tanja. And I'm Audra. But before we dig into today's chapter, let's clear up some business. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views within are our own or are our guests' own. They do not reflect our profession, their profession, or any entity with whom we may have connections for employment now, in the past, or even in the future. If you need medical attention, advice, or care, please seek your own personal medical practitioner, not our podcast. We hope you enjoy. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Super fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> good. Uh, okay. What's your good, bad, and ugly? Uh, good. Um, hmm. Good. I took some time for myself, went and had a manicure. That's good. Yeah. Survived another week. That's good, too. Made it through. Um, and haven't surrendered my nursing license. So, yes, good week. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take what we got. Yes. Yep. What about your bad and um, ugly? The bad is still, uh, well, um, bad, I guess, would be... My uh, 10-year-old grandson uh, was admitted to Children's Mercy in Kansas City. Mm. Um, he's been having an ongoing issue with his tummy and his intestines. And um, they have been di wrongly diagnosing it as constipation his, oh. since, since, he, since he was a baby. Uh, he's had this had issues. Um, I remember, yeah, him being a baby and him being constipated, and my daughter, you know, asking what she could do. Um, and so he did get connected with a GI specialist at Children's Mercy, uh, finally, and received the actual diagnosis. Uh -huh. um, which, which is, hang on, because I have to imagine the word in my brain so that I can say it, and I'm still going to say it wrong, I'm sure. It's eosiophiliac. Um, it's where your white blood cells, um, the doctor said that he must have been uh, really sick once. Um, when he was younger, um, and it was a severe virus attack to his body, and then we said yes, he had had a staphylococcal infection. Um, I think he was five, and um, it was his skin was literally sloughing off of his body. Oh my gosh! Um, and so. Um, his body now it's it's like another brain misread where if he gets a little 
stressed, anxious, something's going on, you know, kids now, you know, you get a test, you may be worried about the test, and I'm just using that as an example, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, anything that causes your mind or your body to feel like it's being infected with a virus or a reason that your body needs to produce white blood cells, which those are your those are your immune fighters, you know, in your body. Mm-hmm. So uh, his body overproduces white blood cells, and these blood cells attach to his esophagus as well as his um, intestines, and it is causing ulcers. So his whole system from his throat to his rectum um, inside his body get these little ulcers all over and then it all becomes inflamed. And so it's been like he's been trying to basically eat and, sorry Thomas, and poop through an inflamed straw Mm. so um he finally got the correct diagnosis which means then you get the correct treatment plan with the correct medications and that um so he also has to uh he had to be hooked up with a connected with a also a psych psychologist Mm -hmm. because uh his brain has to be retrained on stress management Mm -hmm. of stress management so that it's not um sending out white blood cells to fight a battle when there's no true battle if that Mm -hmm. makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so he did get discharged friday afternoon Um, which was good because my daughter's birthday was Saturday. Mm. And so I'm really glad that she didn't have to spend it, you know, in children's mercy with her son being ill. Uh, So that was kind of my bad and ugly together because, you know, when no matter how old your child gets, uh, they're still your child. So then when they're worked up and stressed over their child, your grandchild being sick, and then they even live eight hours away. It was just, it was a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of emotion, a lot of stress, um, a lot of worry. So, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a stressful week. And, you know, of course, our medical field is still the way it is. So, you know, we're all very busy in our, in our work life as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was just, it was a lot on my plate this week. But uh, it works out, you know. The way it's supposed to so yeah tell me uh so how was your week what was your good bad and ugly uh, my good was um jordan had a halloween dance on thursday so that was a lot of fun and um oh awesome we went to a halloween party last night at a friend's house that was a good time so those were my goods uh we were shaggy and velma shaggy and velma uh-huh. Pretty cute. Um, good times. We won, oddly enough, the best couple characters or character <laughs> dress up, you know, because we went together, right. you know, we, 
right. they, they coordinated together. But anyway, um, so uh, that was that. And uh, my bad is I woke up this morning with a migraine, which was also ugly, terrible. Um, that was my bad and ugly was waking up with a migraine. Never fun. Yeah. Took some sinus. No, I'm pretty sure that fun. I was out in the wind all day yesterday. Um, and, uh, you know. That it, probably didn't help it. It it, um, it was sinus related anyway. My allergies have been acting a fool. And then to be out and about in uh, Oklahoma. And be all out in the element. Yeah. Oklahoma wind. And then the fire last night with the wind blowing and the smoke everywhere. It just probably was the trifecta of F you, you know. So. Yeah. Um, but I took sinus medicine and have, I think, slept it off. So we'll see. Um well, hopefully so. Yeah, yeah, hopefully so. I think that ought to do. That was, overall, it was okay week, just a little, you know, like you said, our medical field is what it is, busy and strange, so. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a different, um, a different world that will really... <clears throat> It makes you question, or at least it has me, why Why am I here? Why am I really making a difference? Right. You know, it's just, yeah. it's still just a very overwhelming time to be in the medical profession. Yeah, completely. It's... Um different place for sure <laughs> um i think it's always been this way it just has brought um a magnifying glass to a <clears throat> it's almost like taking a magnifying glass to an insect on a hot summer day it's just lit it on fire um yeah i just don't i've been in this field since 1988 mm -hmm. um started in this field at 18, because you had to be 18 to uh, take the CNA classes, mm -hmm. which back then, CNA classes, oh my gosh, they went forever. And I went to school three nights a week for four hours because I had to work during the day to support, you know, my babies because mm -hmm. I was a single mom. Mm -hmm. um, and I said babies. I only had one at 18. But anyway... Um, no, I don't. Now, we've always had issues. There's always been staffing issues, as with any job. Um, mm, I don't know about with but, any job. But, no, I mean having staffing issues with every job. But the medical field has always had a huge turnaround. And I remember that from, yes, way back in 1988 you had staffing mm -hmm. issues mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um but no i do believe over time i have seen that get worse get better get worse get better but within the last almost yeah two years since covid first reared its ugly head no, it has truly, truly affected the medical field, and it's going to take a while 
for us to completely recover because it has made some in this profession question why they are here and decide that they this may not be what they want to do and so it's just and it's changed people's work ethic you know it just and we've discussed that on on our recordings off our recordings and we'll probably be discussing it for a ways down the road it just um there's still that that aftermath we're still trying to get through you know well, and i don't know that we're going to um you're like it's going to take a while before we get to what though like this has been all this has done is amplified an already existing problem which is that we run our medical facilities at just enough capacity to go through the motions and then you add a crisis to it and we're running on behind we're running behind staffing we're running we don't have enough people to do this we don't have enough time to do this we don't have enough to do this and we somehow pulled together and managed to get through what we need to get through to do the best we can and then you have people who have gone through what we've gone through dealing with the patient load and the acuity and the death and the everything associated lockdowns and isolation related to COVID. Um, and it creates a whole secondary set of problems of people leaving, people saying, this isn't for me yes. anymore. I don't want to do this. I don't want to work like this. Then when you have the numbers from COVID easing off, we still have the problem that we're running at just enough staff to maintain capacity. You know, that's right at or below and we're still at capacity because all these people are coming in for their tests and then they're finding things and then they're getting surgeries and then they're getting treatment and then they're you know it's like yeah. so the ripples aren't necessarily because everybody's left but because we have a system that doesn't staff appropriately it hasn't <laughs> for right and yeah. all those people leaving we're still not we haven't replaced the people that we needed before they left, you know, and or it died. Just, yeah, left or died from yeah, COVID. It, yeah, yeah. It, it just, well, or yeah, or aren't there, period, for whatever reason, you know? Um, and it just, yeah, it's, it's like two steps forward, three steps back. Yeah. Two steps forward, three steps back. And just when you get used to the music and the new beat and you're, okay, you've got the energy to drudge through another song. It's like you're at that school dance where you're going to dance to every song and you're not going to sit down. Well, eventually, you need to sit down and take a break, you know? Yeah. So it's just, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's just a ridiculous thing. So. But if this is truly what is in your blood to do, you will just be that mother with a newborn that finds the energy and the strength to just keep pushing through, you know? Yeah, and I think another thing that, that happened with COVID was that everybody had a chance. Um, I don't know how we did, but everybody in the world had a moment where 
what are your priorities? You know, we've kind of talked about this ad nauseum, but you know, what are the priorities of my life? Is this really what I want to do? Is killing myself, putting myself at risk, putting on trash bags, <laughs> you know, because we don't have PPE in this place. Um, or, you know, holding your bladder for 16 hours to the point where you forget you you blocked out the receptor that told you you had to urinate until oh my you got in the car on your 45 minute drive home. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that is a whole other subject matter. Uh, but yeah, you can, you can, you can hold it to the point where you <laughs> block out um, those receptors or make those receptors so angry that it presents in other ways. And yeah, it's a whole, yeah. And, and it's caused, or or not caused, because it was always there. But and and we we thought about it on our overwhelmed moments, like, oh my God, do I really? Is this really? I don't want to do this anymore. Is this really what I want to do? Mm-hmm. But then you know we calm down, and of course it's in our blood. That's what we want to do. But it has opened an opportunity for some to say you know wait a minute there are other things more important than being screamed at by a patient who doesn't understand everything i'm going through uh or or isn't in a position to because they're ill so their focus is them as it should be but you know what i mean oh it's a bit much after a while when you have people calling and screaming at you on the phone patients screaming at you directors screaming at you management screaming at you people screaming at you and you're just trying to do your best to take care of people and you're like fuck this i'm done yes i do understand and it's it's open the opportunity for people (laughs) to reevaluate their priorities and do they do they want to pay the piper, so to speak? Do they want to do what is needed and expected mm-hmm. to continue on in this uh, in this realm or in this profession? And it's it's opened people's eyes up to wait a minute. There are other ways I can make a living in order to continue to survive and they've chosen other avenues you know um it's shown that there are a lot more jobs that you can do working from home mm-hmm. um so yeah it's just it's really uh it really affected the world in ways and we've said this at a nauseating level it's affected the world in ways that i don't think that we thought it would when it started to come out nah nah i guess is what i'm trying to say For sure and, yeah it's a hundred percent true just, yeah it's 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 the rippling effect is still rippling mm. um and it's it's still traveling out you know Mm-hmm. absolutely yep for sure so um what you got this week anything good um you know still still pushing through you know mm-hmm. I still do. pushing through i definitely do yes yep 
I definitely understand that one for sure. It's a a strange moment. And quite honestly, um, you mentioned a topic that you wanted to discuss, so I pretty much... um, Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. And you threw me the ball. You threw me the ball and I dropped it. So so I didn't um, really think much on it. Yeah. So work on anything for a topic because uh, you had your topic that you wanted to discuss. Yeah, we want to talk about holding holding your bladder for 19 hours and then not paying attention to it and then getting in the car and peeing yourself. Um, (laughs) And and people are like, what, what, what? You know, it's amazing. It's amazing how people don't realize that and I think when I have said that or when the lights come on and you're all the way down the hall mm-hmm. and your body went oh my gosh it's two o'clock and uh oh I just realized and remembered I've got to go to the bathroom and I've had to go since eight o'clock this morning it's hard for people who are not in the medical field or maybe had children I don't know it's hard for people to understand sometimes how you you shut that off because you've got call lights going off wait now the IV pump is beeping or the peg uh, feeding uh, machine is alarming or whatever the case may be that keeps you from going to the bathroom those four or five times you tried to get there yeah to or, where you're or, still holding they yeah. don't understand the magnitude of you know they say oh no when i've got to go i've got to go yeah that's true but for some reason nurses and it's been uh, a uh, a known fact since I uh, I've always remembered known that nurses yes we just have this knack where we forget we have a bladder <laughs> after we clock into our job and we usually don't remember until we're clocking out or headed to the time clock or to your vehicle to leave for the day you know exactly Um, and it it it, and in home health it's like well i'm not peeing in my patient's bathroom and i'm not stopping at that gas station where's the nearest on cue where's the nearest 7-eleven like there's certain and i want a new 7-eleven i want a new potty sitting near a road i've done that (laughs) on this show recorded about that yes i know that's why i mentioned it oh my gosh it's true i'm like oh i've got to go so bad um and it's like in their time you know everyone you even hear comedians female comedians making jokes about being older and sneezing and peeing and coughing and peeing and laughing and peeing themselves and it's not funny um but it's funny because we all go through it and i found out this week from um talking with a specialist that pelvic floor dysfunction is like a real live thing and, and they're it's sad it's 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 crazy, not sad, but it's crazy that we as nurses women, in the medical profession, just, women, we know 
everything that holding your bladder does. We know yep. how holding our bladder, everything that can cause from a UTI to mm-hmm. a, a realm of issues. Hello, people. Your urine is very toxic to your body when it builds up and we're holding it in because our bladder and our bowel, your poop, those are two ways that our body excretes its waste. It's waste from the food we eat to the medicines we take to the fluids we consume and to everything ev- in between to, to our body to our body doing its job for us to survive and circulating everything in our body and our body breaks down certain things every second so that we can survive well guess what we have to get rid of that somehow so how do we do that through your kidneys your pee and your intestines poop you know um and the funny thing is is that if your pelvic floor the muscles that hold your your pelvis you know alignment your hips in line your bladder upright and all of those things if that pelvic floor those muscles that make up the majority of the pelvic floor that hold your bladder in place or the ones that run across your um, pelvis that's a smaller region but that is directly overlaps your 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 urethra your ureter you know your you know what i'm talking not your ureter your urethra um, if it if it gets if those muscles get irritated and inflamed it actually can cause constipation cause diarrhea cause incontinence where you're pooping yourself also um uh, constipation exercises that everybody kind of gets a little giggle and i'm so sorry yes you cannot say the word kegel uh doing a kegel Uh -uh. it just i don't at least for me, I can't. I cannot even think the word Kegel. And before, uh, hello, I'm doing Kegels right now. Mm-hmm. There, there is something to that. It's not just something to make little girls. <laughs> no, it's there is okay, a purpose. But here's the issue with people like nurses. This is what I found out this week: is Kegels or Kegels? However you say it. Um can actually cause more harm than good in certain circumstances, which I did not know. The issue is, is if you have been, as a nurse, um, working those suckers to the bone um, because you, um, and the specialist that I talked to this week, she, she explained to me that, you know, nurses have the strongest pelvic floor muscles that she's ever met. Like, period. Our pelvic floor strength is amazing. Because we hold our pee for 8 to 12 hours. Um, And so the issue then becomes our muscles create, like when you hold tension in your body and you get a knot in your neck, well, you get a knot in your pelvic floor in certain places. 
and that knot creates spasms and those spasms create our bladders overreacting and peeing ourselves or because then that knot is a spot that now that muscle it can't it can't strengthen it can't do anything it's like a weakened spot correct it's just stuck in a spasm so it creates a you got to pee now moment and not just yeah. a, you got to pee now you can't run to the bathroom and hold your urine at the same time those two things can't happen because our brains suck no. at doing two so you you're i gotta go to the bathroom now you're running to the bathroom and you're actively peeing on yourself like this happens so right our brain can only multitask when we're in a code situation we're trying to remember vitals we have to remember the uh, the drug calculation those kinds of things but to get our brain to remember to be able to run and hold your bladder at the same time that is just too much and that's not gonna, overwhelming it's not gonna do it man you can't that's why it's better to stand in the hallway and breathe through it and go okay you little hyperactive two-year-old bladder we are going to walk to the bathroom like a normal human being you're fine and you know and when that doesn't work, yep, you just stand there with your legs crossed and laugh and go, yes, I'm peeing myself right now. Yes, <laughs> in the I am. Hallway. Yes, yep. I am. In yes. the hallway. In yep. the hallway. So y'all just move along like there's nothing happening here. Um, and so, I mean, and it's funny because I've gone, when, when we worked together, I'd been in your office and we start talking and all of a sudden I'm like, I got to pee. And I would run like immediately because it was like that was a moment where i actually stopped and stood still for a second and then i remembered i gotta pee <laughs> like now <laughs> do you know do you know how many times i was so thankful that my office was right across from the conference room which yeah, had a bathroom, bathroom. in it mm -hmm. uh, that that was a clothe clothing Saver. Uh, saver. Mm -hmm. So many times, yes. So what I found out actually from the specialist is <laughs> that, that, you know, if you have this issue where um, you're holding your urine for extended periods of time, sometimes when you go to the bathroom, you hold residual in your bladder mm -hmm. where you think you yes. get it emptied because it's just emptied enough to stop throwing a fit because the spasms have ended because you finally relaxed those muscles so you could go to the bathroom. So that's an issue that they, they run across quite a bit. And then they also run across the issue of, you know, you've peed yourself once or twice. So you're holding, you're doing those Kegel Kegels. You're, you're, you know, causing more spasm in a spasmatic situation. And you have to retrain your brain to actually relax your pelvic floor muscles. Um, and it can cause all kinds of problems to pain during sex, UTIs, um, pelvis, and pelvis floor pain that, that makes you think that you're having um, ovary cramping, um, well, just general misery. Well, and you mentioned something a minute ago, residual. Okay, so I just want to touch the, on the fact of residual. You did mention that, yes, it's when you go and you urinate, um, but yet you, you don't empty your bladder. There's still urine in your bladder. Mm -hmm. You may not know, and you probably won't, that you have residual that you are retaining 
urine even after you go everybody so, does everybody so about 50 if, if you're at over 50 or over 100 cc's it's a problem but everybody has a little bit left in there everybody right right but residual and retaining that can be a medical issue yep and you may not know that that is your issue because it's to me it's it's kind of a silent problem until the problem is so big that now it's no longer silent mm -hmm. so if if you are having uh issues where you're going to the bathroom you're urinating but then in a few minutes you feel like you have to go right back to the bathroom that you never emptied your bladder before, those are signs that we as women, we as nurses, we as doctors, nurse practitioners, medical assistants, about anyone in the medical, we need to start listening to our bodies as much as we listen to our patients. Because there are sometimes, a lot of times, signs, flags, signals in our body that are telling us something isn't right and we cancel it away because we have so many other things or people that we have to take care of. We need to focus on ourselves a little bit more and pay a little bit more attention to what, us. Yeah, to what's going and on. I, with and that. I know and I know that kind of got long winded and a little away from what I was, the point I was trying to make. Mm -hmm. But yes, those are things that if you're experiencing those symptoms go to your doctor. Yeah, there's and there's no reason to not talk to our doctors about what's going on with us because there are a lot of specialists that can help and talk and educate and they love it and i mean women's health has been put on the back burner we don't talk about these things amongst our families nope. in general they don't talk about you know you might talk about doing your kegels your kegels your you know do those and and everything but you don't talk about like you know peeing yourself necessarily <laughs> I mean, I know, and it's crazy because we can sit and talk about our patient's poop. Absolutely. Or their, their wound that just took us 30 minutes to do the wound treatment because, or, or whatever. But we can't go, and we can talk to our patient's doctors about anything, uh, anything everything but we can't but we can't talk to our health care personnel about ourselves right yeah uh and it's it's insane to me but yeah it's and and women in general i don't think want to talk about like pain during sex or peeing when they sneeze or you know i'm not making yeah. it to the bathroom all the way or now i'm crapping and myself or you yes, know it's just some of i blame some of that on you know because women's health issues and concerns have been 
pushed on the back burner. Uh, it, it's that way because we're women. Uh, that's just because you're a woman. Or, you know, it's it, our our stuff didn't matter as much. Well, I mean, look at a hysterectomy, right? Yes. Hysterectomy yes. and hysterical. They have the yep. same beginning yes. to, for a reason. It's because of how we've, <laughs> how we've been perceived by a male-dominant society since the beginning yes. of time. But I mean, think about menopause, PMS. I mean, all of those things. I mean, oh, so yeah. women, women have been... Uh, oh, my God. Postpartum um, depression. Can we even? Uh, yes. Oh, my God. I mean, you we've, know. Been, we've been molded to just just sit back there and just be quiet. It's just something we have to deal with mm -hmm. because we're women. And so we've been hushed for so long. Um, this is just another way we've been hushed. And I'm sorry. I think me interrupting you to make a point about retention and residual kind of took us away from actually what you were really trying to uh, discuss. So I apologize. Oh, for no, that. you're fine. It's it, but it's true. <clears throat> those things. And it's it is one of those um, things that I think this specialist had stated to me that 100% increase in people coming in and people getting the referrals over the last two, three years, even during COVID. Um, she said for sure in the last five years. So it's starting to make a sea change if we have more providers and more doctors and more people standing up and saying, I'm not taking this sh same shit that my grandparents and my mother and my grandmother and your great grandmother had to deal with. <laughs> like there's got to be a way <laughs> To make yes, this better. And they do have, you know, their surgeries to lift things and blah, 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 blah. But in the, I found out from this, this woman that um, in European countries, other countries, um, besides the United States health care system, that pelvic, <laughs> pelvic floor therapy is a standard referral for, what, eight visits after every single child. Because, of course, pushing a small human oh. out of your vagina is going to jack with your pelvic floor muscles. Or just holding one in for, you know, 40 weeks yes. or so. I mean, you've. it's like, oh my gosh, how did you hold this? depending on the weight of your child, from a sugar bag to a watermelon, I know we're, yes, bring it on. Let mm -hmm. me hear you. Mm -hmm. Since I just compared your child from anywhere to a sugar bag to a watermelon. Thank goodness mine were sugar bags and they didn't come out my vagina. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but uh, we, we had to hold that in there. Mm -hmm. We... Uh, you gentlemen carry all of the groceries in from the vehicle with your two arms in one trip and imagine your balls holding that in your body <laughs> so it doesn't come out your ass you know um, yeah I mean hello it makes me want to say hello I'm a woman, hear me roar. Oh, we're fierce. We, yeah. um, we are fierce. Um, we're amazing creatures. Um, and yes, oh my gosh, let's 
take a little bit more focus back to our vaginas. And, and I'm sorry, our, our pelvic no, floor. not just our <laughs> not just the vaginal area, the entire pelvic floor, because again, it's it, I know it that's was why I said <laughs> I mean the pelvic floor. But yeah, yeah. no, I'm sorry. No, it's true. Hello? Change the world uh, one vagina at a time. Change the world one vagina at a time. Um, I think that should be on a t-shirt. I Change think... <laughs> the world one vagina at a time. I'm, I'm going to ask my daughter, um, <laughs> Latasha, if you're listening, you're going to get a phone call from me later. I'm going to ask you to use your cricket circuit, whatever it's called, um, to make up some shirts. <laughs> Saving the world one vagina at a time. Oh my gosh, it's true. I mean, and so you look at this this <laughs> pelvic floor thing. They have therapy for that physical therapy, physical therapists that went in specifically to do that specialty. Um, and well, would that would that also follow in the realm of? strengthening your core muscles and the how much that truly does affect if your core muscles if you don't work on strengthening that's, that's um, like the I feel like everything in the body is connected um and so if your core muscles aren't can aren't strengthened your physical pelvis may go out of alignment, or if your physical pelvis, the bone itself, is out of alignment, then your muscles are going to react and respond to try to get it back into, you know. At one okay, point, my so spine what? was out of alignment and leaning to the left. I mean... Right. Of course, yes. And so, I, um, uh, of course, I still am uh, taking care of back and S1 joint uh, issues. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've talked, you mentioned that there are actual in other countries, like eight, you get like eight sessions. You said, uh, that where they focus on your pelvic floor after having, a baby. Mm -hmm. So what? And I already, <laughs> I already know the answer to I know this. You do. I know you do. <laughs> um, and it's kind of making it a little difficult for me to get it out without laughing. Um, not that it's funny. You just wouldn't think you would go to a therapist for this, and it actually makes me think that now there's going to be more men um, charging for this. Oh God. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. So oh God, for our men, no. for our men, for our men listeners, shame on you. <laughs> it will be so very wrong for you to do that. Mm. Just know that when you're doing it, do a very good job because it actually is contributing to our health. So with <laughs> that being said, what, what would be your therapy plan like so you would go what would you do you would go to you go to uh, it's waist down so that would be physical therapy mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um because occupational therapy is usually more geared upper body correct yeah it could be both but yes generally depending on what you think yeah. yeah just yeah yeah so so what would you go what exercises would your 
therapist be doing with you? So, <laughs> so it's it's va- it's vaginal. I can't wait to it's, hear this. Yes. it's vaginal manipulation, um, and they would find the muscles and areas that you have spasm or tension in. Like Identif- in your vagina, the in, muscles in your in pelvic your floor. Well, how, the only how way to they, get the, how do they test that? How do they know what what it's a, is it's the an diagnostic? Exam- okay, look, guy. Well, the diagnostic is you go see a doctor. You actually go Just see the tell doctor because I'm dragging it. I'm trying okay, to drag first, it out. First, the first step in this is you have to tell your doctor. Then your doctor's going to probably send you out to a specialist that specialist is going to do a full pelvic exam including That's what I'm trying to speculum get to. entered uh residual testing to see how much pee you hold in your bladder is this a, a vault issue is this a this issue let's and every you get the full circle treatment including an anal finger Right. No, to I mean find like out where so you're at as far as that. You, then they refer to PT if it's not something so that needs surgically the, fixed. PT. What exercises does the ther- what exercises can the therapist give you to do or the therapist do with you that's going to help your pelvic floor? Again, vaginal insertion of their fingers and manipulation of those <laughs> muscles. So, yep. So basically, you're going to have physical therapy to be fingered, basically. Sort of, yep. But it's not as fun. <laughs> and I so, don't know what your therapist looked like. It wasn't fun. <laughs> it wasn't okay. fun. It wasn't. It wasn't okay. a fun. She was very, and she was like, "Please don't make jokes. It's very serious. It's very serious." And I'm like, "I know." And it was, it was. There was a lot of like, um, "This is a safe place. You're gonna, no. you're gonna guide the no. therapy if you're no. not." If you, it's one thing to go to your therapist and have them have you lay on your back with your legs in the air and you have to hold this great big ball between your knees and you have to rock from side to side. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but to know that you're going to go to yep. physical therapy and they're going to insert their fingers into your vagina... Oh, and uh, yeah, but yeah, but here's the thing is that the the main thing that I need people to understand is that she was very, like, I got very, like, teary-eyed because she was like, you know, you're in control in here. You're in control of your bladder in here. You're in control of whether we do this or we don't do this, whether we, you're comfortable or you're not today, you know, you're, you're the one that can control and guide where this goes. I'm not in charge of this i'll make recommendations if you don't want to do it we don't do it that day um and it was like lady i'm not even in control of my bladder what do you mean i'm in control of this <laughs> um, yeah i'm finally going to be in control of it yeah um, i'm not fully con- see, in control of my own bladder um i i mean they gave me medications I'd be more see i'd be more like okay um listen i'm i'm a tightwad Ha ha ha! No pun intended, but um, I'm a tightwad, and and I don't want to pay my copay uh, for things that is there like printed instructions that you could just print <laughs> off, and I could I could take home and say, "Honey, we have homework to do." 
<laughs> I'm sure there is some of that, but there is stretching involved and um, breathing exercises to relax the pelvic floor or, you know, um, some Kegel Kegels to strengthen the well, pelvic I floor in certain instances and so forth. But it... Um, it was that would be a very uncomfortable. I didn't like going to physical therapy when I had to, and that's kind of what I did with my therapist. Hey, I I didn't have I I that was not my problem that got me to physical therapy. Not that that probably wouldn't help me, but um, and so I was like, no, I don't want to pay my copay if they're. I can do these exercises at home, mm-hmm. and yes, I will do them at home. Um, so it would be, uh, that would be something that, yes, that would be, um, an uncomfortableness that, uh, I would, I would have a little issue getting over that hurdle to go to therapy to, yeah, and let me just tell you, it was it was awkward at first, and then it because of the atmosphere and the you know there, it's obviously in an enclosed room, um, the 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 draping process. Oh, it was well, good. I'm glad you weren't you know wide open middle, in the like, gym. Like, hey, for here that. you go. That, Welcome to the gym. I mean, I just feel like there's somebody you got out more there. Than a blanket. There's somebody out there thinking, oh, my God, how do you do this in therapy? There's a there's a That's room. What I'm saying, there's a yeah. specific room for it. Um, okay, good. I was hoping so with a door and all of that. All of it. All the things and the draping and the and a, and a, and a really more comfortable table than your regular OBGYN okay, now, table. Here's another question. Now, sometimes in a doctor's office, like my pain management doctor... He is a male, and because of exactly where my labyrinth tear is, mm-hmm. it is directly like right in my hip, right next to mm-hmm. yes, my vagina, your pelvic so floor. In, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. So, in order to be examined, he actually has his PA come in. Yeah, and and be in there and have her actually manipulate and touch where my spot is. So, does the male physical therapist does he have a female come in as a uh, safety, as a protection for I him would, or and you? I would assume so. Number one, number next, um, the. Two therapists that I know that do this treatment are both females. So, okay, but yes, I would assume that they would have a third party in there just because of for reason. Right. You know, even even in the yeah. hospitals when they're inserting a, a catheter, if it's a guy, they have somebody standing there for obvious reasons. You know, so exactly uh, because yes, mm-hmm, especially this could definitely be misconstrued yeah and it's the wrong way it is um let me just tell you you know when your your pa hits the the spot where your tear is you want to go through the damn roof 
um, yeah. until it gets, you know, manipulated out or whatever, you know, because there's that level of, and the same thing when they're doing physical therapy, beginning with a back injury or wherever else, right. there's a lot yeah. of like, let us do ultrasound and heater ice on you because we just ran you through it. Oh my God. And there is tenderness and pain involved in that like let me know if it's tender okay you hit a spot already you know and right. and it's pretty damn amazing you know that you can take these deep belly breaths and relax it into the pelvic floor and actually have those muscles relax at that time now just like regular physical therapy later they get pissed off so that that's not right. pleasant um but because they want to go back to their normal even though their normal is a malfunction of normal <laughs> they've got you right they've got you but, to where they can contain this like let us let let us contain this and you're like i don't it, but you know <laughs> um, but it also opens my eyes a little more to the fact that there's so much more to therapies than we know. Yeah. Still, you know, I mean, there, and it's, it's ever, it's the medical, it's just forever growing and evolving and. And learning new things and everything along those lines. And I mean, it is, there is no. See, there's a lot to be said. About a couple of fingers. I'm sorry. See? Yep. You went there again. Doesn't, she did it again. <laughs> I, I, I did. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Um, but there is there is some, and it's it's not an uncomfortable, you know, it's like, I'm, I, what'd you do this week? I paid somebody to finger me. I did. I did. I did. Um, no, it's not like that, though. It's definitely clinical. You know, you know how um, it is when people are like, so when girls go to put a catheter in somebody's penis, do you I think know, they're... We heard it. And I'm do just like, so you, did he get a boner? Or oh, really? did you, you, did you a get aroused? Shoved? Did you like it? Did you get off on like, putting the catheter really? in? And it's like, gross. No, it's the same yeah. with them. They're like, it is, it becomes clinical. And it was a clinical interaction. It was not uncomfortable. It wasn't anywhere near sexual in nature. It wasn't like that at all. It's not like that at all. And and no, the fact that, that European countries get eight every time they pass a bowling ball through their vagina, um, you know, eight sessions. Well, and, and yes, I, I have. I have. I've made a couple few jokes, you know. As we um, should, because come on, really? Uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah, because it's... <laughs> We should we should run with it every time in our field. There is a reason to laugh and make jokes. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know. I forgot where I was going. Oh, I was saying it's this. clinical. I was saying it's just okay. clinical. It's a clinical interaction. And yes, but I can see where that's something. I think. I guess I need to work on. To just, I don't know, there's so much I need to work on. I got sidetracked by all of that running through my brain just now. Wow, that was a Mack truck. Mm. Uh, that, you know, we women, we, what's the one yearly, and 
I don't even have to go yearly now, which was fabulous to hear. Mm. Um, our yearly exams. Mm-hmm. Who, what woman, unless, and I don't even think they do, unless you've had some kind of medical issue around that, maybe you enjoy making that yearly exam appointment. But no woman, most women do not enjoy or look forward to making that appointment to go in for your pap smear, your pelvic exam. No one likes that. No, nobody does, because to what end? You just find out if you have cancer or don't have cancer. It doesn't benefit you in any physical way. But if you're leaking urine... You have to plan out your entire outfit. You have to make sure that you have... You do the big uh, shave like you're going on a first date on. with this guy. You yeah, they don't even the see your underwear. Shave you. It doesn't matter. It's that whole mental thing that we put ourselves through. through. Yeah, the big shave, shave, the one all the way up the leg. Yes, you do. Guess what? Mm-hmm. I will shave my. I will shave my armpits because usually they do the breast, breast exam, exam too. Yep, you got to so, do the big shave. Like it's. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a whole. It's a whole theatrical performance, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like it first date stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 That's yeah, exhausting. Yeah. To what end, though? Yeah. There's no exactly. benefit except finding out you're fine for another year or you're not fine for another year. It doesn't exactly. help you in, I'm leaking urine and have to take a pill every day so I don't pee myself. Okay, well, if I can get rid of that pill and I don't pee myself because I'm going to see this woman and doing a big shave for her... Let's do it. At least there's something you're getting out of it. Physically, you can feel out a difference. It, yes. And and again, it is a very, um, it's an uncomfortable, weird, like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to pay somebody for this. And then you go and you're like, no, I'm totally going to pay somebody for this because it was a clinical, professional, well. Because yes, it's going to put off having to have the actual poise pad versus the panty liner for some years yeah versus a surgery it versus possible possibly having to have a surgery (coughs) that who would want to go through you know um and so it's beautiful it's a beautiful thing you know so i I get that it's a strange little topic and everybody's like cringing and going i don't want to know but it's it's a it was an interesting moment. Let me just say that it was it's it's exciting and fascinating to me because I was like, I don't, how do we not know no. how do we not know anything about this? How is it that we've exactly shh, how can talk we not it? how how can we yes how can we be so far come so far but yet not gone anywhere? Yeah. How can we uh, talk about and focus? on so many other things but not this how how can we yeah how how did we get here to where this is not a thing that people are talking here? about like people should yes. be talking about this how, you sh- totally how should did be we not know it. hello yeah. we've th- it's been here forever how could we not know that this there are so many things that Yes, we need to focus on and hey, I love learning. So I'm glad that I've learned something else, you know? Yeah, yeah. and sometimes it's um 
sometimes you need the the kegel kegels sometimes you need to breathe and relax into the pelvic floor and let it have a break like everything else and sometimes you just need a little fingering you do (laughs) i mean come on see you do dick isn't everything i've been saying that for years (laughs) dick isn't everything Uh, okay let's shift uh (laughs) (laughs) okay i also yeah want to say that um hopefully everybody uh or those that that wanted to see it um, I'm sorry it did take me a minute to get the um, dressed up family Halloween portrait photo, yeah. me and my children. Um, took me a minute to get that up. I had, I literally had to dig it uh, out of the garage and it it got me to go places that I don't want to have to go to uh, again for a minute, even though I'm going to have to to clean it all up. But anyway, so I'm glad that I did uh, get that picture out and get that posted. It actually gave me an opportunity to um, get another app downloaded to help me with um, being able to put things together for making posts and you know, getting me more techie. More techie, more techie. Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I'm glad we got it up. And I stole it from you and posted it uh, to our our actual That's Instagram. It. So. Yeah. And actually, I changed my uh, Facebook profile picture to that. And yes. my daughter, uh, one of my daughters, my oldest daughter said, Oh my lord, mom! Really? <laughs> did, you, did you have to? And yeah. I said, yes, yes, yes I honey, I did. Actually, yes, <laughs> yes. Actually, I did. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what are you listening to? I actually, oh my gosh, I am so. I am not sorry, Doctor Z Dog MD. I have, I have cheated and i did start listening to dr death oh yeah mm-hmm. and i'm obsessed right mm-hmm. so now um now i'm listening to both of those um i have made it through oh my gosh three days in dallas are you kidding me wow um, just wow! Each each episode I've listened to gets me. I can't wait till another one, and then I'm actually irritated mm-hmm. that I have to pause it and and stop it because I have to deal with something else that takes me away from it. You know, mm-hmm. and you can't wait to get back to it, and. We all knew. Oh, we have there a list. Were stories. We have a list we of people who can't touch knew. us. Yeah. We all knew these stories, these things happen. We all knew it, but to have it confirmed it is mind blowing. It, listening to like I said now you're listening to it and you can actually talk to me about it and all the good people that are listening because you 
But you understand what it's like to listen to that and be inside your own head and be like, has anybody heard this? Because I need to talk to somebody. Like, maybe I just need to pay a therapist for five minutes. Like, just five minutes. Just give me five minutes to talk about this because this is bullshit. (laughs) Yes. And then go, go to pain management and then want to mention that S word. Oh, fuck Are you. you. Out of your mind? Have you ever heard of Dr. Death? I said. <laughs> Not all doctors are like that. I got a really good, if they do no, mention the S word, I know a really Don't good surgeon. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Yes, there are phenomenal surgeons out there. And the fact that there are two in the story of Dr. Death but that saved really? the public, that saved the public in Dallas. But they owe, really? It and shouldn't have taken wonder, that. Shouldn't have taken that. People, people wonder why. People want to go, eh, no, I think I'll wait it out. I'll, I'll do what I can first. You know what I mean? It just, wow. Oh, it's... Wow. It is mind-blowing. It really is. You know, it makes me, it took me back to the doctor in Kansas City that was, I think it was Kansas City. Where was that doctor? Now now I'll have to Google when we get done. Okay. The doctor that was diluting cancer drugs. I don't know. Yeah. I think that was in Kansas City when I still, before I moved from, moved here from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how did those, how did they, and it makes me just want to sit and ask that list of questions of, how did you wash your face in the morning and not catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and be totally disgusted by yourself? Oh, actually, it's Robert Ray Courtney. He uh, was a pharmacist in Kansas City that was deluding. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I misspoke. Uh, I said doctor, uh, but yes, he was a pharmacist. Um, And thank you. Yes. How, how, how do you continue to get up in the morning? I mean, what's your drive? I know what gets me up. So how, how? you know, remember that time ta- we asked, uh, who would you want to sit and talk to if you could? I mean, that, there's a whole string that mm-hmm. just, it's, I have it's, so many questions. It's mind-blowing. 4,200 patients from that pharmacist who died. Yes. And he got yes. a 30-year uh, sentence because he 30, admitted yes. to doing it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You should have got worse. 4,200 fucking people died because of what can you, you um, did. You can go fuck yes. yourself. And those people that died, 42 million families. 4,200. 4, 4,200 people and their families and their friends and the ripple effects of that. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, dude. And better yet, oh yes, 30 years. 30 30 years years of you in a shower. Mm. I hope. I hope the soap drops every time. I do too. And, And I, yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah, and there sorry. be no K and there be no KY in prison. Sorry, sorry, I said that out loud. I really did. But you know what? This I know. is this is Me where too, I go to with situation. It's and in instances really, like that. I, justice I may not may not have been served cold coldly and, and judiciously. It may not have been justice. You will find justice in this lifetime or the next. You will justice will find will. you. You will you the will pay for bus, this. You will pay for the it. Karma the karma bus will drive over, back up, reverse, do a donut. It will, it will get that person. Don't have um, to do anything. It, it, It'll be just fine. It always happens. Yep. Um, and I'm not saying that I literally want someone. If 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 we do uh, have some incarcerated listeners, um, I'm not saying I want anyone to go get him in the shower. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, but I do and I know that uh, each and every one uh, in that realm will get theirs. I just... Oh, and there's a lot of people wonder. in prison who shouldn't even be there, but that's another topic. Of course there is. Of course there is. But um, I just... It makes me wonder how... How do you look at yourself doing something like that? I just, it, I just don't understand. It's mind but yes, blowing. So There's a lot of like they. The, we I, finished. We finished it at work, and the girls were just like, "What?" And really, if if the if C Dog is upset, I that, doubt he will um, be. He'll be okay. If he's upset that uh, I have ventured away for a minute, because now I'm so sorry, I can't listen to anything else for a minute. <laughs> um, he literally has you to blame because you're the one that again turned me on to that. So I know mm-hmm. I brought. I'm the one that brought it up. But yeah, he'll be. He, 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 he and his man. bazillions of followers will be fine. Yeah, he won't even miss me <laughs> while I'm gone. So uh, yeah, so that that is that is what I'm listening to, um, and I'm trying to. Think have I listened to anything else other than that? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Right. What are you listening good to? Job, good job. Good job. Um, I am still listening to. Um, Realizing the, she the, lost whoop, one. There it went. It came right on in. Um, the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. Listening to that. Ah. Uh, and okay. listening to True Crime This Week with James Renner. Very different than his philosophy of crime podcast which i absolutely love the only issue i have with the philosophy of crime is you have to pay attention to it solely you cannot do it whilst multitasking um so it is a laundry only type of a podcast you know you can only do it when you're doing the laundry because you can fold and and pay attention to what he's doing you know what I'm saying so uh-huh. um, true crime this week is basically what it sounds like it is it's a recap of the true crime stories of the week and he does some pop culture and makes some book recommendations sounds familiar um, but love James Renner and it's it's a great podcast so people can check that out um, I'm behind on everything else because I've been dealing with those two things and that's about all yeah. I've been listening to 
So I think being behind is just uh, a new state of normalcy. Yeah, for me, for, for sure. Well, and I yeah. mean, I, I'm not driving hundreds of miles a week, which was when I listened right. to podcasts, yep. you know, was when yep. I was driving right. hundreds of miles. I literally drive 30 miles. That's it, you know, all every day. So yep. at the most, it's 30 miles. I don't even think it's that. So there's not much, there's not much listening time. I have to do that when I'm, you know working or yeah. um doing other things so yes that's about it you got anything else uh no all right see no. y'all in the stack next week next week bye i want to take a minute to thank you for listening sharing and engaging with us subscribing and following our social media pages your feedback is invaluable to us. It helps us to know the stories and chapters to seek out. It helps to make us better. And we can't tell you how much that means to us. You can find links to all of our social media pages and everywhere we can be streamed on our Flow page. That's www.flow.page slash not in the textbooks podcast. If you have a second, please go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review us. Five star, please. It really does help out the show. Remember, we're in the middle of figuring out the crazy stories of our lives, so create a little kindness, show some love and compassion, and if you can't because your chapter is just too hard right now, we're here for you and we're rooting for you, so just keep going. We hope to see you back here in the stacks digging up some stories and chapters for next week. Bye.